0: If you have a ditch filled with water, and you take the water out of that ditch and you move it into a shesravim, it was considered akira because the mayim is considered stationary and stable in that a ditch, and therefore it's considered Akira. Like Rashi says, In addition, they explain Rashi doesn't mean only been a Akira, but if you would take water and actually put it somewhere, that would also be considered an and you'd be chayy for the as well. However, if you take a nut that's floating on water, the Gemara turns it to Kufar Menalv, that is not considered an and you would not be high for such an Akira. Boy, Rav, however, Rubber has a question. Eggers be kli if there's a not in a kli. The kli itself is gavimaim, and the kli is floating on the water. What water, be in that case? Me, and me, reading b'asa eggers as le'an, do you look at the egg's that when I took out the eggers b'hanayach, it was not in a kli, and therefore you should be chayi for that akira. Are you doing b'asa kli as Do you look at the kli The kli is not resting; it's not stationary, and therefore it's not considered akira. The Gemara says takeu shemen al yayin, Let's say you have oil that's on Yain. so the shaman, almost like we had ma'im al ma'im, but here it's two separate. Items. Items. The oil is one item. The ayin is a separate item. Even though it's separated, because shemen will float to the top. So, but that It's not. We have a mishnah regarding to tumah, and it's the Negeah to hilchus shabbos as well. Shem it should itself like If you have oil that's floating on yayin. the ayin, v'noget tful yain a tful was a shemi l'tumah. Touches the shemen of tumah. Shemen of tumah can become up to a shlishi that becomes puzzel like puzzel el shemen. However, the shemen becomes puzzel. The yayin that's touching doesn't become puzzel. The separate category. And therefore, the Shaman becomes puzzle, but now it can't transfer the Tuba to the Yayin. However, that it is considered Mechubba to each other, the Shaman and Yayin are considered one item, and therefore, the same way the Shaman becomes a Shlish Lutuma, it's puzzle, the Yayin also became a Shlish Lutuma, and that is also a puzzle. And therefore, like Rashi says, L'Nin Shabbos Dami, L'Fidra Abban, Havali Egezal Gavimayim, since they are like two separate items, therefore, it's like the egg is on the Maim, and therefore it wasn't stationary. It wasn't considered Hanoch, and therefore Yakira can't be Yakira. However, Rashi said, since it's considered like one item, therefore it's like Maim, Maim, and therefore Yakira of this Chavitz of the Shemen on top of the Yain will be considered Akira and you'll be Chayib and Gemara continues. If you have a bar which is a Rishesh Yachim because it's 10 tvachim deep by 8 by 4 wide and it was within Rishesh Ram, and you threw a mat inside it, of course you're going to be high in that case because you threw a chayvitz into a rishus Yachid from rishus Ravim. of however, if you take that same mat and you split the bar in half, and now you have each side is a bar that's 10 Tavachim deep, however, each side is not 4x4 four four because the machzels takes up some space and it's a drop less than 4x4, four four. therefore in that case you're potter. And this is because a Abaya holds that nochas chayvitz and silik of bahadadi, even though it's coming at the exact same moment, that is considered potter. And like we explained, the moment that you put the mad Inside this bar, and you split the bar in half. Therefore, it's at that point also be mevatel the din of and therefore you're going to be part of. And the gemara now will explain lefiyabaya that we said that's mevatel mechitza in such a case where you take a machzels, which is something you may actually remove from the bar. So koshkin by the case of cholia by Rabbi that you're going to say such a din as well, like the gemara says labayi the pshit lede machzels mevatel If a matkav mevatel mechitza kolshkin Of course, if you put dirt into something and now it's mevatel that. And it will come at the same time. Since you're going to leave it there, it's less choshav, and therefore, of course, you're going to be mavatlit. However, if Rabbi Yechon had a question, ma'chzelis, however, since he didn't ask the question about a mat, it must be he holds not like Abaya, he holds not mavatlit, since a mat you may actually go and take out, and therefore you can't say. That you consider mevatel the mechitzah and Massal the mechitzah by placing them inside, like Rashi's. De loy mevatlei hilchach lavsiel mechitzi. V'ama baya bar b'shus r'av ma'ukah sar v'chovah abah A bar that is in the rishis r'avim, which is a proper rishis Yachin, because it's ten deep and it's four by four, but it's filled with water. Now that you throw something in, either water or a stone or an oven, so therefore once it has a hanocha on the water, then you're going to be chayev because you say that the water is not the debar; it's still considered a bar that's ten tefachim deep. However, Malaya appears if it's full of pears; it's almost like it's filled with dirt. Now you throw something in it, you're going to be poter. My timer, myim l'vavdu mechitzah. Mayim is not mivatul mechitzah, but pears mivatul mechitzah. If you throw from a yam, which is considered a kamelis, and you threw it to a high which is a Rishis Ram or yam, the opposite of a Rishis Ram to a Kamalist, Yapata. If you have a place over there that even though it's in the Yam, but there's a Makarim where it's a separate area which is 10 deep and it's Four by four, wide chaiv, because that becomes a Rishis Yachim, even though it's filled with water, like we just said from Abayad. Gemisha continues, that's the Kaisal. If you throw something and it goes four amis in a Rishis, and therefore you mavidal Am's Bish Rahm and it sticks to the Kaisal, like we'll see in the Gemara, Lamila Masara, if it's stuck to the Kaisal above 10 Tentvachim, therefore, Khazarik bavir, it's considered like you threw it under ear, it's considered a machaptura, and therefore you're because any ear space above in and rushim is considered a makaptura. Lamathmas sarakfakim, however, it will land on the wall lower than 10 that's considered like it it's like it fell onto the ground and therefore you're going to be chayiv. since we know that if you throw 4 amas which we had before that this thing that you threw at the wall bounced off and therefore we said you threw it exactly 4 amas now that it bounced off the hanach is going to be within 4 amas it's not considered we're talking about a very wet fig a fat fig that actually sticks to the wall and therefore, when we said it hits the wall, it doesn't mean it bounced off, it actually stuck to the wall. If a person is standing in a rishizravim he throws something and it goes above tent and it lands in a wall and it falls in a small hole, then it will go into the rishizravim. That says a shita that you carve out something in order to make it complete, then what does that mean? It means even though this share of kolshu would not be. A share of Rishesh Yachin. It would actually be a Makkum Tor because it's a place which is above 10 Tvachim Rishesh Ravim, but it's not 4x4 4 4 Tvachim. However, since the wall's thickness that it landed in is actually more than 4 Tvachim, therefore we look at it as if it fell in a Makkum of 4x4, 4 4, and therefore you could be Chayiv Rabbanon. The Amri, E'en Chayk Lashlam, according to Rabbanon, that say you don't do that, the me Chayiv. Since it's in a Makkum Tor, therefore you're not going to be Chayiv. <speaking in Hebrew> exactly like we said. If you have a pile of dirt, that it starts from the bottom of the ground and it starts sloping up more and more dirt until you get to the point that 10 Tfachim high and the slope happened from the bottom to the top was within 4 Amis. So now, even though the top area is not 4 Tfachim by 4 Tfachim, and you threw something and went on top of it, even at that point, even though generally Yoshis Yachim is defined as something which is 4 by 4 and 10 Tfachim high, but over here, even though the top is less than 4x4, four four, however, the slope is actually a blockage or an obstacle to Rosh Hashirah, and therefore it would still be considered Rosh Hashirah, and you square it off in order to make the top considered like 4x4, four four, and you have we look at the price assembly, Mavri Medrul If there's a Mavri that's flat, but it becomes, you have to get into the mabri, and therefore you make some sort of a slope, or some sort of a ramp, and get into Rosh Hashirah, or or you're doing the ramp the opposite way, you don't need a lech or a kayer on that because it's considered like its own area. And this is considered the lech or kair. It's considered the way to see the difference between them. Exactly like the din of Rabbi Rab that said. So we have the first of which is exactly like Rabbi Yudah Rab. We continue with the Mishnah. Zarak leteichdal is if someone threw something within four armies, or so went to armies, for example, and he threw it with enough force to throw it to armies, but his gavel of the Chutzelah and and the wind blew it further than four armies. Potter, you're going to be Potter because you were Misasik, you only gave it enough force to throw two armies, and therefore the wind coming and blowing it is not your kayak, and that's why you're going to be part of. However, if you throw it with enough force to throw it further in four armies, therefore you're going to be chayyip from Aver, dahlad abim. and the wind came and blew it, either while it, was, it hit the ground already, and it blew it back to within four armies, or it was still in the air, and within three trucks of the ground, you really would have lowered, and then it blew it back to within four armies. You're still going to be chayyip over there because it went four amnes, and we'll explain that in Gemara how can you say in the second case that Yichayev but you didn't have any Hanukkah because even though it might have gone for Amos but ultimately it ended up within four Amos and therefore Haki Yichayev what we're talking about over here that it rested on something that was a Mashu and the, the, the Gullanagoyin actually takes out the word algabi, but it rested for a Mashu which means that it stopped for a moment so before it getting pushed back it either fell on the ground and it rested for a moment and then got pushed back or it was in the air and while I was, it was in the air, the wind momentarily made it stop and then pushed it back, and therefore you're going to be in that case because it's considered like a Hanacha because within Sibitrachim you say, Love it. As long as it stopped at that point, it's going to be enough. We learned a very similarly. If you threw it further than four Amis and then the wind pushed it back and brought it back, and even though it takes it back outside and it rests outside for Hamas, you're still going to be potted in that case because it never rested. However, if the Ruech held it back for mashu for a moment, even though now you take it back inside, and therefore it's within for and and the, oh. Hanukkah, the ultimate Hanacha happened within for Hamas, He like we said here, yeah, because since it was not for a moment, therefore you're going to Echayi. Within Gimel Tvachim, of the ground, when you have Love, you still gonna need Hadachal What is this referring to? We had the Rabbi and on Bin said and We said the Gemara was a there was different machlekes, different ways to learn the gemara. But one of the gemara's ways that came out was this machlekes: If something is going through, flying through an area, is it considered like it was noch on the ground? Rav Kiva holds it was, and therefore you chayiv. Rav holds it's not, and therefore it never had a in the rishis and therefore you're not now we had a sheet there before of Rabbi Chilke Batovia that said that shea, within three tvachem from the ground you say loved and therefore even though it doesn't have a din of klutimishon but loved you never have to stop and it's considered like it rested and therefore you'd be chayiv. Now Rav in this Gemara says that kimur, or, I don't agree to Rabbi Chilke Batovia. I even say but again, you have to make sure that it rested at some point for a moment. And you need a Hanukkah on something in order to be considered chayev, because otherwise you have no Hanukkah and you wouldn't be chayev for Shabbos. Now, Rashi points out that would be enough kmina for the case of going from shis yachid to shis yachid and shis ram beemtzah. That in other shis ram kula, if it goes straight through the ram, you're going to be partial to darbana even if it's less than three Tvachim. Another nafkmina an Rashi brings down is we notice is that you have to be shoyig mitchilas v'ad seifay in order to be chayev a carbon on Shabbos. You have to have a shoyig from the beginning of melacha to the end of malacha. So someone was shoyig at the beginning of malacha when he threw it. That here was with Shayig. However, prior to getting and landing in 3 Trachim, you already remember that Shabbos, or you remember this Malach is Asa, then you'll be put from a carbon because this is not considered Chilasa Visayat Bishkaga. Even though it's within 3 Tvachim, and you might say, since it's love, it's considered you already had an but burn and hold, it's not considered Anachah until it actually rests on a Mashu. Yasim a little Bekamal so Marima was saying this member of Ravah. So, um, Ravina, Ravina said to Marima, and we turned to Kufa Mabez, Lav Haina Maestisan, isn't this exactly like a Mishnah? And to explain a Mishnah, Rabbehren said, Vuhushunach Akavimashu, that it was Nach Agavimashu, Vuhushunach Mashu, like the gross says. So, like we explained, it's exactly the same thing as Ravah, it has to actually rest on something in order to have some sort of Hanukkah. Rabbi Yechon could have said that it went within three trachim and therefore Yechai because it was loved. However, Rabbi Yechon didn't say that because it must be Rabbi Yechon holds like Rav the same Din, that even something that's within three trachim and has a Din of love, it still has to rest on something or stop for a moment in order to be considered that it had Hanukkah. See, why did Rav have to say that this? this was a well-known sheet of Rabbi Yechon and therefore there's no Kiddush of what Rubber said, even though Rabbi Yechon and Rava are both amaroyim. but Rava shouldn't say something that was something that was so well-known. I'm laying comrade, you're talking about the case of wind where the wind blew it back, Ms. in Seville Noir. By the case of Miscalgo, it wasn't something that was gonna end up resting. And therefore, maybe over there a big that it has to be knocked for a moment because otherwise it wasn't gonna fall in this spot. I will high keeping the circle of But in Robert's case, where it's gonna be circle in Nuach at some point, it's gonna go in this spot itself. I forgot to knock. Maybe in the case of lover in that case, we say come out I mean, it's considered like it's actually uh, considered like it rested and had not in that spot. And Robert says even in the case where it's about to fall down and gonna rest in the exact exact spot, we still don't say that it's considered in Munach until the point that it actually rests on the ground even with the din of love now it's a little bit questionable and you have to understand how this works out because whole case was he was talking to the which was talking about going of Zerik Yachid and so it was never going to be Nechid which and still said this din so you have to understand and he was trying to, so to, so to speak about it Zarek Abba Abbas a yam is considered a kamlos. It's a large body of water, and therefore, if you throw something in a yam for amas, you're a also because a kamlos is not a rishis and there's no. Is a derisa, to throw four amas in that area. If there is a and there's a shallow pool of water that's going through the Shush that you might think that this shallow pool of water becomes a Rishit by itself, it becomes, let's say, a Kamless. No, it still says a Rish because people walk through it, and therefore, if you throw four amas within that, just like you throw four amas in the Shush what is the case of Rish if the depth of this puddle, of this body of water that's in the Rosh is less than Tvachim. However, if it would be more, deeper than Ted Tevachem, then it would become a karmas, and you would be Potter. And the Mishnah repeats the same thing. Rikak Maim, Rishis Rabbi Malech's boy, Hazar, and Dalamis, Chayev And the Gemara is going to explain why we have to say the exact same case once again in the Mishnah. The reason why we have to repeat the two cases of the Mishnah, of Rikak Maim, Rishis Rabbi Malech's boy, was to teach us. This din, that's even though it's hard to walk there, but since people do walk in that area, it's still considered a Rishis and therefore you'd be Chayev. Like Rashi says, and we say it a second time to tell us specifically if it's a Hilachayadeyat Chak, that's considered good enough to be a Rishis However, it would be a Tashbahayadeyat Chak, that would not be considered Tashmah, and would not be considered Rishis Ram. For example, in the case where you have a hole in Rishis Ram that's only nine tefachim deep, and therefore it's still considered part of Rishis Ram. But the only way to use it, the idea of it's hard to bend down and put things in it to protect it. There, you're going to say it's not considered tashmish, and therefore it's not considered part of Rishis Ram. Although, if you have a beam, for example, in Rishis Ram that's nine tefachim high, since people could lean on it, and it's easier to lean on it. That would be considered a tashmish shelo and therefore that is shmei tashmish. El Why do we have to give the exact same case that we talking about rekakbaim? could have given another case that would have taught us this. We want to teach you the din that is no difference between water when it's during the summer months or it's the winter months. Why? We need both. We only say one din. We say maybe the only time you say that's considered when it's during the summer, we the people would go through it because they want to cool themselves off. You might think in the winter months, since it would be very cold to go through this water, maybe it's not considered a taskmas and therefore it would not be considered rishis Rabbam anymore. Combushable it is. Vyashmin to be mysikhm. We would only tell you about the winter months. A key to people get dirty in the mud, dirty mice. They don't mind going through water to clean themselves off. I'll be Maybe they don't want to get themselves wet during myself, and therefore it would not be considered tash, not considered rishis Kamash Combushable in both cases. A bayamayah says, we need the case of Mayim twice for another reason. I mean, you might think, that the only time we said that this pool of water you would walk through is only when it's not four Amis wide and therefore it's easier to walk through it than to walk around it. But if it's larger than Dal Amis where it's harder to walk through it and therefore maybe you go around and therefore maybe it wouldn't be considered Rishis Kamash And since people do walk through it, therefore it is Rishis of Ash Yamah. Another way we could learn the Mishnah in order to explain why we said the case of Rukak Mayim twice, because it's true, you need it like this, when do we say the din that's Rosh Hashram, when it's at least more than four tvachim, and therefore it's hard to jump over, it, and therefore people are going to walk through it. But if it's less than four tvachim, people will jump over it, and therefore it will not be considered a And since people do walk through it, even if it's less than four tvachim, therefore it's still considered a rishis rabbin. we said it's very similar then. If someone throws something and it goes four amis, and it's a rishus and it was on a bridge, the bridge Itself had one of the rungs that was separated from the other ones and therefore people were scared to walk on that actual rung because they might slip and fall in between the rugs. and they used to do is jump over it. Many people did that. But since many people don't do that, they actually walk on the rung, therefore still considered part of Rosh and Yechayim. And here also, this, this is the same way. As long as some people or many people would actually walk through this puddle, even though you really could jump over it, therefore still considered Rosh and Yechayim. That's what Rashi learns. Others learned that the rung was actually attached to each other However, we're talking about the rung was a little bit slippery, or it was a little shaky, and therefore people avoided it. But many people would still walk on it, and that is the same idea that it's still considered Rishis Ram. It's not the Mishnah. If someone throws an item. From the Yam to Yabasha, which is from a karmess to the Rishis Ram, or Mina or from Rashis Ram to the Karmus, Uminiamless which is going from a Karmless to, to a Shis or from Rashus Yachin to a Karmus, Umanasvila Khriasa, and from one Svina to another Svina, even if it's not your Svina, it could be someone else's Svina, but the other one. Patri is still patter, Aval of course, because anytime it says patter, it means path alasa. Svinash subzu, however, if you have two Svinas that are actually attached to each other, metalf musulzu, lichativa yalabi and talf. One to the other. If it's your svinah, then of course you could be uh, go, go and bring one to the other because it's from your rishis to another rishis But even if it was to be someone else's to the other one, you could take from your rishis to another rishis If there was an area, like we'll see in the Gemara, in and However, they're not tied together. Alpha and even though they're right next to each other and there's no space in between and you're not going to carry from one to the other. The Gemara is going to say that this case is specifically by two people that own the Sfinah, different Sfinites, and therefore you can't take from your Sfinah to another Sfinah, even though it is an Erev, because since they're not tied together tightly, therefore they may separate, and then you'll have the Yam in between, which will be a and therefore it was a not to go take from one Sfinah to another Sfinah and it's the Erev. However, if it would be your Sfinah, we're not going to make Sfinah because since you don't need the Erev, therefore you'll have to take from your Rishish yach as long as they're tight together and you're not worried that maybe the Svinas will actually be moved away from each other since they're so close together. The Gemara continues. We learned Svinah when you're on a Svinah which is in a yam like the yard and had fresh water and you wanted to get fresh water on Shabbos on the Svinah now want take from a Kamalist to a so what do you do? Rav Hunah says you take a peg, or you take some sort of a plank, and you put it out from your Yosefina, and therefore you're making yourself a hacker and then you can fill up your bucket, and bring it from the Kabbalist, from the water, into your boat. They say, what you have to do is actually have to take a build, a four teffel by four by square frame, and then you put your bucket between the square frame, and actually lift it up from there, and even though generally you say that just a square frame doesn't do anything, because it doesn't have of ten t'vachim, we look at that mechitza 3 over here, is going to be enough to be considered a makes it as if it's a rishishiyachit, and it's matares bemai, and we gave you a cooler, but again, because people had to drink water, so we let you do this in order to bring the water into the boat. The Gemara now explains both sheetahs. Ravuna Amam Meitzim, and this is called Shu Ramali. Ravuna said that you could make a peg coming out of the boat, and then you can fill up your water from the Yam Kasavi. He holds and The way you measure kamus which only goes up to ten Fachim, is from the bottom of the sea. And since this boat is in deep water that's deeper than ten Fachim, all of the water that's above ten fachim, as well as the entire airspace, is all considered a makom tour. and therefore vavira, like the Gemara says, makom Torah Over dinner, this is the and therefore what you're really doing is taking from the top of the water, which is a makom Torah and you bring it into rishis yachid, where there's no problem, even midrav barten to do that. And therefore, it should be mutul Chachilo However, we really don't need this. Ella kihechet We want to make a heker that people might think you're taking from a Kamalus and therefore they would think that you're allowed to actually carry from a to a kamalus, So you make some sort of the hacker to show that no this is not actual Kamlos, but to actual macham tour. Why do you have to make this four tefach by four tef- square frame? Because we measure kamlos from the top of the water, and therefore all the water in the sea is considered like solid ground. And therefore, if you didn't make this four tefach by four tefach square frame, you'll be taking from the kamlos because the airspace that you're taking the water through. From the uh, yam until the boat is a commerce, and you bring it to the boat Richard, and that is why it's also. And we'll stop over here and continue here tomorrow.